What's good? What's good? What's good? This be the G Shaw Cipher. You officially tune in the Underground Movers uh, podcast where we support anybody that's grinding and don't really got to be an artist. It could just be anybody that's grinding in any shape, any way, shape, or form, regardless of the way they're doing it. As long as it's positive, as long as you keep it solid, as long as you do people right, we want to hear about it. We want to talk about it. We got somebody that we're going to be talking to that's really doing some dope things. I've uh, been doing some dope things, some great things for a very long time. You know what I mean? And this person's not an artist because, you know, you used to be hearing artists and really giving them the platform. This time we're going to show some light to the people that help the artists behind the scenes and, and really put in that work that you don't really see on a daily basis. You know, so you already know what it is. Let's get it. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Hey. Listen, I need y'all to really understand what's going on right now. Um, I got somebody with me that's that's been on the grind for a very long time, that's got multiple hats in the business. And I'm not just talking about entertainment, just pretty much in any type of any type of business dealing with making sure that people are, are, are taken care of correctly from a PR perspective, but as well as She's got a great love for hip hop as, and as a DJ. But we're going to talk about all that. You know what I mean? So shout out to Nikki Robinson. What's going on? Hey, thanks for having me. Oh, no problem. No problem. Listen, I appreciate you taking the time out because you you a busy woman. You a busy woman. You got a lot of things going on. And I want to make sure that people know what's going on. But I want to start from the beginning. You get what I'm saying? Like, you know, if 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 anyone knows you, really knows you and understands, you know, where this all started, you came from from uh, underground hip hop, really loving that, really loving that underground hip hop scene, just hip hop period. So talk about that beginning for you. Wow. So LA, uh, I think my first exposure to hip hop was probably Dougie Fresh, Slick Rick, um, the show. But from there, I just kind of developed the love for hip hop. And always loving just, you know, starting off in the 90s, 90s artists right. and being in tune to what was coming out, who was hot, buying things that they didn't necessarily play on radio. This music that I loved and it's just evolved over the years. I've stayed pretty consistent um, with what I support. That's dope. And, and you know, they see your name, Nikki Robinson, but they don't know that you DJ Nikki. They don't know that you're a DJ. So talk about how, you know, what, what, how did you become a DJ, you know, before good girl PR? Cause a lot of people know that, but let's talk about the DJ aspect of, you know, of your life. Right. So while I was in law school, I actually asked my grandfather to buy me a pair of turntables. Um, he bought me some Stanton's belt driven turntables, but I didn't really like them. So I, I think I returned them. And then I just started doing a lot of party promoting and then when I came back to New York, uh, a friend of mine gave me a pair of 1200s, uh, Technique 1200s. So that's kind of how I started DJing um, more consistently and practicing, learning how to, you know, mix and blend from using two of the same records and then evolving to, you know, mixing records together. Right. So, um, yeah, so that's how I started DJing. And that started back in 2000, I guess, four Right. Um, but I really started in 2006 and yeah, now I'm still spinning. 
Let's see, you're a female in the business, you know, and right now, today, if, if anybody's not really been paying attention, females been running the game for a very long time. <laughs> right now, um, the emphasis on female running the game is, is, is really, you're really seeing it right now. But back then as a DJ, you know, in the business, you know, talk, talk about, you know, how, how it was for you being a female in the game in the nineties and then moving into the two, you know, two thousands, man, you said two thousands. I was 26 at that time. So I'm dating myself, but yeah, I was 26 at that time. And, you know, I didn't see too many ladies doing too many things from a DJ aspect. I knew there were, you know what I mean? But talk to me about like that, that, that environment for you. What was that like being a female in a business at that? Yeah, time? that's a good point. So I went to NYU. You've heard NYU radio probably broke Wu-Tang Clan. Right. My friends ran NYU radio and that's something that I always wanted to do, but I was a girl. Right, you know, right, right. So men were always in the station, but girls weren't really in the station. Right. And I always felt like there was something missing. I wanted to be in the station. I wanted to be a part of it, but it was very male centered. I remember in college, one of my friends signed Capone and Noriega to Penalty Records, and he played the album for me. So I've I've been in hip hop for a long time. I used to go to the tunnel and rebar, listen yes. to <laughs> Bobito and right. And you know, I've I've been I've been in the industry for a while, more so as a voyeur and a consumer, but then more so as a participant um, post two thousand four. Right. So yeah, so I've evolved. Um, funny thing is, my first big DJ event was Hip Hop Honors, and I was the DJ on the bill. And I realized that I ended up doing more PR than DJing, so it's kind of good girl PR birthed. It was purely an accident. Right. Um, if you think about it, DJs are publicists because they're on the mic, they're announcing things, they're uh, you know shouting people out, um, they're throwing events, right? right? So, DJing is a form of a form of PR. If you think about it, right? You're right because you know they 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 you know they they communicate with people. You know, not just artists, they communicate with all kinds of businesses. You know, they, they you know, help build brands, whether it be through the music or, you know, at physical events at, you know, at, at that particular location. Music is needed across any aspect of whatever you're doing, right? There's music everywhere, regardless of what type of music it is. So DJs have a very important, uh, very important part. And in any type of success, regardless of where it is, especially for artists, you know, back in the day, you know, when you saw when you saw an artist, you saw a DJ, right? Like you had your own individual DJ. Um, you know, nowadays, I don't know if you really see that, but you know, when you on when when you are on on tour, things like that, you gotta have that DJ that knows your sound, knows the records and things like that. If you don't have a band, but at one point when you was DJing, you were DJing at Fat Beats. I'll talk yeah. about that. Well, I mean, I knew DJ Eclipse from NYU Radio, mm -hmm. and um, I've simply asked him if I could DJ at Fat Beats. And if anyone knows about Fat Beats, it's pretty much the premier underground uh, hip hop radio uh, record store in New York City. Right. That's also online. So I started DJing there just kind of 
my idea was to practice and to network. And then all of a sudden, everybody wanted to start DJing at Fat Beats, which was hilarious. Right, right, right. I started a trend there, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. that. I mean, listen, sometimes, sometimes, you know, somebody got to start it in order for people to see, okay, you know what? We might want to do that too. So, Right. You know, shout out to shout out to the trendsetters out there that's that's really you know making the difference and really showing people other opportunities and other things they can do. Um, you did something real wonderful as a DJ. You probably and it's probably a lot of things that I don't know about, but one of the things if you've done is you went on tour with Ghostface Killer Wu Tang Clan. Shout out Tony. How did you Stark. know about that? Tony Stark, you know. So wait, how did you know about that? <laughs> you told me about it. Oh snap! You said, "Listen, you know, I went on, I went on tour with uh with with Tony Stark's Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, I opened up two shows for him, um, in Boston and in Maine. Really? Yeah. That's what's up. I know. I was terrified. Why? I mean, well, being a DJ, you know, you you want to make sure you get it right. So, you know, but what 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 was the most exciting thing about about doing it, and then what was so terrifying about it? I think because Ghostface is one of my favorite rappers. So it was just like the fact that, you know, I had worked, wanted to DJ for so long. And then this is back in 2009-10 that this happened. Right. Um, but going on tour with somebody who you admire, it's like it was kind of like a bucket list type thing. Right, 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 yeah, right. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. So we fast forward in. We moving into the to the good girl PR. You said it started really by accident, right? So I like I like how things just form out of uh, you know out of just being natural. Like you're not forcing it. You're not saying, "Hey, I'm gonna do this," and then you're trying to figure it out. It's just you're you're building it as you go. So so you know, talk about good girl PR. Some of the things that you've done as a PR, and then you know how how is that tied into you know the uh, you know who you are today. You know, some of the how building relationships is so important in the business that you're in currently. That's a great question. I mean, I've been doing this for 13 years, so I can't remember everybody that I've worked with. Right, right. Um, but I think the most important part about it is that we're still here and we're still getting business. Right. And uh, we're showing people that, you know, we get the job done, you know. As you know, I pitch small artists to you, independent artists. Mm-hmm. I, I don't discriminate. It's not all about celebrity, right? Right, right, right. Everyone. And if we can't help you, we let you know. Right, um, right. So I'm just proud to still be here, you know, and still be doing what um, is, in essence, my personality. Right, right. But you know what? You know, personality and, and uh, delivery and presentation, you know, things like that are important when you when you. Uh, pitching a, a, a artist or even just trying to talk to somebody and have a conversation about whatever it is having to do with your brand. That's important. Some of the things that I see you post is, you know, gratitude about gratitude, about, you know, being nice and about, you know, um, treating people right and things like that. You put a lot of positive stuff, you know, um, on your Instagram. So, you know, why is that important to you to put things like that on there? Um, you know, when you could just really be all about business, why, you know, why is the motivation something like that, that you put up on a constant basis? That's a good point. I think it's because I know that whatever you give out, you attract back and that's important to me. And my mother says, I care about what people think. And it's not necessarily that it's just that I know a lot of people who follow me are not nice (laughs) and are not grateful. So I, I post a lot of that stuff. So maybe they can one day, um, catch a vibe and get it. Right. But you know what? I, I bet you there's a lot of people out there watching 
Um, and shout out to the people that that's tuning in now. But she'll, you know, I think there's a lot of people um watching may not post, may not hit the like button, may not you know comment on the post, but needed to see the stuff that you post because maybe that that changed their their day for that day. They made it a positive right. day, right? So it's important. I know I've seen stuff like that. I'm like, man, I needed to hear that and I didn't even know I needed it until I saw it. So oh, wow, thank you. you no, know, so you know, it's just one of those things where you know, you and I got a family and they always, you know, my kids, my wife, they they always push me, you know, to to do better and 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 encourage me. But sometimes, you know, you you like you look at him like, yeah, you know what? You're right. You know, what I mean, you, you might say something that I haven't heard before and things like that. So that's dope. Um, I had no idea. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. All good. All good. Um, let's really fast forward. M-E-T-H-O-D man <laughs> method man one of the one of one of the reasons why i started you know as an artist you know i didn't i became shaw cypher from an artist perspective because of of the Takal album that was actually the first album that my mother purchased for me i've heard of run dmc i've heard of krs1 i had slick rick these were all you know all artists oh cool j all the artists that i just named and more were for me, were the ones that I heard on radio that I had to literally take a cassette tape and wait for it to come on the radio and press play to record. But Takao was the first album um, that I physically got, you know, from when it dropped. Um, my mom purchased for me. And every song that I wrote after, you know, when I started to rhyme sounded like Method Man. So that's why it was important that, you know, I'll let you know when I saw what you was doing with meth, we get ready to talk about that in a minute. Um, I was like, man, you know, you, that's, 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 that's kind of the, the, the consistency between our conversation. Like, man, Method Man is my favorite rapper. I, there's somebody working with Method Man. Like, talk about that. Talk about how that happened. We got the Methiverse. We got a lot of things going on with NFTs, you know, Metaverse, things like that. So, you know, how did that come about? And how excited are you for that for that venture? Again, I think I manifested it. Uh, someone from his team reached out to help with Metaverse, right. uh, due to the fact that I post, like you said, uh, positivity, and I post a lot of hip hop stuff in support of their brand. Right. And they thought I would be an ideal person to help with the Metaverse project. So. I'm not Method Man's publicist. Like, you know, he does acting and uh, right, right, right. music stuff, but I've been brought on to help with Metaverse. Okay. And uh, we uh, started on Tuesday and now it's Friday and I think I've killed it. Oh yeah, you definitely, um, I've been, I've been clicking the links and going, you know, and like I mentioned, <laughs> I said, I'm a big, I'm a big Method Man fan, you know, so I watch Power. I got all the albums, you know, I've watched a lot of the movies that he's, that he's in. Um, you know, I really paid attention to, I got the Wu-Tang albums. If he on it, I'm on it. You know, I got every single Wu, Wu album, Wu member album that has him on it. Every time him <laughs> and Redman do something, I'm on it. You know what I mean? So, right. you know, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of Method Man. And again, the reason why I do music and then, you know, I'm from Brooklyn, New York. So, you know, Biggie's, Biggie's my next big one. That is another reason why I started the rap. But from a Method Man perspective, when I saw that, I was like, yo, I already knew you was doing something, but I already knew you manifested it for real when I saw Methiverse. So I can't wait to have the opportunity 
to 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 take any content that you send our way to be able to share that and feel like okay i was a part of it even if it's just a little oh, I bit love it. You know yeah I mean? i'll spend the weekend um writing those things up for you but uh yeah uh, I, I admit i was a little bit nervous about writing the press release uh normally i delegate my press releases to my pr uh friends and co-worker in london but this one in particular, I thought I should write myself. Right, right, right. I was a little bit rusty because I've been delegating a lot of things to Amy lately. Right. But um, I wrote it and they said it was fantastic. And that just meant the world to me that, you know, he knows and his team knows that I'm an excellent writer and communicator. They right, approved right. it. I disseminated it. And um, we got Forbes today, uh, Rolling mm -hmm. Out, EUR Web, uh, Afrotech. Yeah. Uh, I got some hip hop sites in the UK. Um, hip hop DX comes out tomorrow. Look uh, at that. Yeah. I think um, he should be impressed. He's definitely going to be impressed. He's coming to the ground report. I'm just letting y'all know right now. He's coming to the ground report. We're going to put him on the ground report. I got, you know, we got a couple other platforms that we're going we gonna to make sure it happens on. You know what I mean? We not only support, you know, the independence and the unsigns, and that's generally where we focus on. But, you know, for our mainstream and for our legends, especially in hip hop, people who set the bar, you know, who 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 made sure that they left some of these doors open and, and, and let us know that we can do this, too. We want to make sure that we we play that homage. And that's what we're going to do. You know what I mean? So listen, you got a lot of things going on. So is there anything else you got going on that may be coming up that you can talk about? You yeah, I work with Damian Douglas. He's with the For Us Bias Network. He also works with um, Hidden Hills Empire uh, Group. They do a series of films. Um, I have Inequaliopoly, which is like a board game that kind of illustrates systemic racism. I've been working with Ellie Joseph. He came out with a book called The Perfect Rejection Resume. Uh I've been working with Mirror Digital, which is one of the premier uh, digital media companies right. in the in the in the country. You should probably hook up with them to see if you can get some of their advertising dollars and be you know and be a contributor. Since you produce so much content, I'll introduce you to see if that works out. Um, I'm helping uh, my old neighbor build a business, helping somebody build a hair care company. I mean, it can go on and on and on. Yeah, you manage yeah. artists too. Shout out to the homie Quis Esco. Oh yes, I'm actually not his manager. I'm his publicist. He has a manager, but uh, I've tried to manage artists. I just don't think they appreciate all that people do. So I'm over that. I'm not doing that again. Yeah, well, I you tried to meet you guys in February. I'm done. I'm I'm good. I I'm gonna tell you right now. I think you had the wrong artist. If you was managing. I am put it out there. If you was managing me, I'll do whatever you tell me to do whenever you need me to do it because you gotta <laughs> listen. But I'm gonna just be completely honest with you. A lot of the artists out here right now are, are and and no, it's no disrespect to y'all because from an artist standpoint, you don't really know no better, right? You just don't know the information that you need to know. You you want to move fast. You forget the process. You don't understand the process. And sometimes you gotta listen to the people that really knows what they're doing. But at the same time, you want to make sure you're the person you're dealing with. It's not scamming you. So I get it. Right. I, I get it. But when you got somebody that's really there for you, believes in you and really putting, you know, putting a best foot forward, you just got to let, you got to let the chips 
lie where they lay. You got to, to let the board, let the, the everything play out the way it needs to. Because at the end of the day, you believe in yourself. They believe in you. You can take that to a whole different level. It's just not going to happen in 24 hours. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you're still working with all this. Sad that you're no longer managing. I am going to be honest with you. But, um, but I understand. Um, but from a from an artist PR standpoint, like what are some of the what are some of the biggest lessons or biggest peeves that you might have when it comes to working with artists or, you know, all, all the biggest things that you feel like you've, you 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 want to see artists do better in as as you, you you work with them in the future? Yeah, I think I really I don't really have any peeves right now because I've learned to manage expectations. So whenever an artist signs with me, I tell them this is what I can do per for you per month. I try to manage expectations as far as deliverables are concerned. Right. As long as you do that, you don't really have any problems with them. I think the main thing for artists to understand is that PR does not sell records. Right. Um, it really just helps with exposure, right? And getting your name out there and helping open up doors and create opportunities for you. Um, what sells records, in my opinion, is radio and performing, right? right, right. And marketing dollars, which you think about it, a label will invest millions of dollars into uh, marketing an artist to make multi-million dollars. So right, right. you can't pay a publicist a nominal fee per month and expect for me to sell millions of records. This is not happening. Yeah, it's definitely not. Definitely not. We tell artists, you know, from from our perspective, the things that we do is only to get to get you exposure. If you're looking for you know, us to increase your spins or increase your streams and things like that. Or that's possible with the placements that we do for you, but we ain't not, we're not going to guarantee it. What we're going to guarantee is that we place you where we say we're going to place you. We got receipts for everything that we tell you we're going to do. And, you know, and, and we have a sense of integrity. So you're not waiting forever, you know? So yeah, you're very fast when it comes to placements. Um, not everybody is as fast as you, but you are very fast. Well, that's the that's the thing, you know. We we with with us, I, I've I've been in situations from an artist where I got three, you know, wait three, four, five weeks for something that, you know, I don't think I should have taken that long. But you know, with communication, things would have been a little bit better. But when you kind of like, okay, I spent this money, thank you, and then you don't hear nothing from them, that's when you have a problem, right? Like, right. You know, so um, with us, it's like, okay, we'll give you five to seven business days. Our goal is this. Um, we, 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 we under promise and we over deliver right? pretty much the way we go about it. And one thing you said, you know, is you manage, manage expectations. I never thought about it like that. So I'm going to take that. I'm going to steal that. I'm going to work with that. <laughs> we'll be honest. Um, one question, like we always like to ask, um, because we are the ground report, although this is underground movers underground through the ground report, we like to ask, what, is, what do you feel like your definition of grind is? My grind is no excuses and just consistency. Like, perfect example, I had hired a handyman to come put together some furniture. And one day he canceled because he had the sniffles. And I can't think of how many times I've called out in the past 13 years right. due to sniffles or anything. Like, right, right. I, I work regardless of whether I'm sick or tired. Um, right. So it's like just no excuses and just being consistent. I feel you. I think I have a problem with with, with that too. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. I think I have a problem with that too because they say I'm always working, right? I'm always working. I'm always doing this. I'm always doing that. 
and yeah, I have family, I have kids, I understand that, and I try to spend time with them because time you can't get back. But at the end of the day, it's like if I'm not if I'm not producing for my family or for whatever reason that I feel like it's necessary to do the job, then I'm you know I'm I'm too lazy. You know what I'm saying? So I gotta make sure that we we survive, we we focus, and and you know the people got my back consistently have my back. So because of that. I got to keep the grind going, got to keep going. I don't think there's a lot of people out there that really got that grind. Like we, you know, when we was coming up, you know, got that sense of urgency. So that's important. Um, what can you, what can you say or what advice would you give to anybody looking to expand in a brand to build a brand, whether it be an artist, whether it be a clothing designer, whether it be someone trying to become a PR, like what, what advice would you give them before they get started? Uh, I kind of launched businesses without any like complicated plans, but I would just say always have a good name, something that sticks with people um, before you launch it, um, something that's catchy right. and resonates with people. Uh, that's your brand, right? So it's right. very important. And of course, uh, branding. So your logo, just like here, you have Underground Movers podcasts. Grand right. report. Right. I know that logo. If I saw it, I would know it was you. I would have it with you. So right. it's important right. to just really brainstorm your brand likeness and name before you get started. Right. I, I second that. Um, you know, for me, everything that we put out has a specific name that you can remember. Everything that, you know, every brand or anything that we put out has a logo to it. Shaw Cypher has his own logo. Underground Movers has his own logo. The Ground Report Track Bullies, you know. Um, I saw the Good Girl PR logo. I like that, you know. So um, that was an accident. A friend of mine, Chris Rodriguez. I don't know if you know him, but he created it before the VH1 Hip Hop Honors Party that I did back in two thousand eight. Really, using okay. probably Microsoft Word. You know what? That's that's cool. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know. Um, I came up with the ground. We came up with the ground report logo with, you know, with with some icons of myself. So I understand, you know, sometimes sometimes, you know, regular fonts might it can be your logo, like what you see in the back. You know, that's just regular font. It's not really anything special, but people liked it. So we did it that route. Any yeah, shout outs or any anything? You know, matter of fact, we know, tell them where we can find you. I know it's at Good Girl PR on Instagram, but. Twitter, is that the same? And Facebook? Yeah, same? Again, when you start a business, you want to come up with a name that's catchy and that people remember, and you want your name to be the same across all your social media channels. So it's at Good Girl PR across Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I'm not really on TikTok like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, then, yeah. Okay. Cool. Any shout outs that you want to give? Because I know you got stuff to do, got deadlines to meet, all that good Thank stuff. Thank you. Um, I want to give a shout out to Amy Peak. She's my uh, co-worker. She helps me with pitching clients. She's been working with me for over three years. Amy Peak. She, she's located in the UK. I want to give a shout out to you for being so cool and consistent and so quick with placements. I really appreciate you. And uh, of course, I want to shout out my daughter, Carter, who I love. Definitely. I'm going to spend a little bit of time with her before... I start working again. I have a deliverable tonight, unfortunately. It's all good. Done. 
you got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. You know, shout out to you for for your, your consistency, your grind, all the great things that you're doing, all the great things that are coming, you know, the blessings that are coming that you don't even see yet. I know it's happening. You know, keep doing your thing. We definitely appreciate you. For everybody that just tuned in, we're going to have this in, on, on YouTube. Um, actually, it's streaming live right now on YouTube and Twitter and Facebook, all that good stuff. But after that, um, you know, we're going to have that replay for you it'll be on an official website every every brand that we have has a website so we want to make sure it'll be on official website as well um and you know shout out everybody supporting us shaw cypher nikki robinson good girl pr the ground report all that good stuff dj nikki you know so thank you um, so yeah hold on one minute i, I want to talk to you one, one second before you get out of here but shout out to everybody saluting i'll let your boy you already know what it is shaw cypher let's get it